We don't sugarcoat shit. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. This is Mark Chaplin with the Toxic Wise Ass Show here on Renegade Talk Radio. That's my new background music, sound effects. Uh, yeah, in the news right now we have, uh, well, the two storms have subsided pretty much, but the damage is there. Some tragedies, a nursing home in Florida. Uh, some people, I think eight people died, no air conditioning. You know, they praise themselves about doing such a great job, and this crap turns up. Like I said, go to the moon 50 years ago, still not prepared for hurricanes. Why did we bother going to the moon? We can't even get ready for hurricanes 50 years later. Just makes no sense. You know, all the politicians patting themselves on the back. Oh, yeah, this was, we did a good job. No, you didn't. Where was the National Guard? The looting was crazy. Now, the National Guard was out in Texas, in Harvey, but it was not out that much uh, in Florida. I don't understand it. Just don't understand it. And it seems like uh, another politician, Mr. Ted Cruz, also known as Grandpa Munster, was uh, doing a presentation on his computer when some porn popped up. Oh, Grandpa Munster, shame on you. Shame on you. And uh, see, what else? Oh, there was a school shooting, another one, in uh, Washington State. Uh, I think one person was killed, one wounded. Very sad. They, I don't think they've released the name of the, of the person who did it, but uh, this is almost like a, a monthly affair. Getting crazy. I mean, here up in Maine, I remember I was not much of a hunter, but we used to bring our guns uh, to school, put them in the back of the truck. After school, we'd go, you know, hunting, or try to. But anyways, you can't do that now, that's for sure. Not even in Maine, really. Uh, let me see. Well, I watched a show last night uh, called Doomsday Preppers. It was on Nat Geo. Like another Nat Geo special show. And it's about these people. They get ready for the, uh, the apocalypse, the end of the world, chaos, whatever. They have underground food storage, guns, ammo, bows and arrows, um, you know, lights, medica medication, supplies, water, generators. They have everything built up. Underground bunkers. To me, it's like if the end of the world comes in, it's that bad. I'm just going with everybody else because there'd be no more cable, no more sports. I mean, your big thing of the day is, tr you know, going to be trying to get something to eat. Sad life. I think I'll just walk out into the radiation or whatever it is that's... Uh, you know, zombie apocalypse, whatever it is, because a uh, sad way to live. And, you know, th these guys, they get their kids out, you know, getting ready for this. When these kids should be playing soccer or basketball or cheerleading or, you know, riding around in a, a, a vehicle listening to rock and roll or whatever, they're, they're getting ready for the end of the world. And, uh, you know, they, these kids will probably never see it. I don't know. They might. Who knows? But anyway, that's another Nat Geo show that I like. And it's one of those shows you start watching and you can't stop watching it. Uh, another thing is uh, we'll talk about is the crazy salaries. You know, I was watching a thing about Anderson Cooper and his family. You know, they're all they're billionaires. He, he's worth over $100 million, Anderson Cooper. And he's okay. I can take him or leave him. I think, he, you know, he's like the typical news guy that asks a stupid question sometimes. He's no better, no worse than anybody else. He, you know, he's kind of semi-sophisticated, I guess, with his, uh, you know, 
uh, preppy looks and all that, and that's okay. But he makes $11 million a year at CNN. And I'm thinking, are you kidding me? He makes $11 million. No wonder cable's expensive. No wonder products are expensive. No wonder, uh, you know, a one-hour show is, you know, 48 minutes of commercials and ads. Man, they just can't pay these people, or they, they do. And Matt Lauer on the morning show, he makes $25 million a year. Are you effing kidding me? I mean, really? Is he that, is he that uh, good? Is he that astounding? You know, I don't. I don't get it, you know. And uh, I thought I saw a thing about the old. We do a thing on here called Lost Episodes, and I did one about uh, Leave It to Beaver, and uh, Eddie Haskell and all those guys, and the Beaver and Dennis Smith, and all those guys. They get no, they get no uh, residuals for this. I think the residuals didn't start to like '67, '68. There's actually a bar up in Burbank, California, called Residuals. I used to go there once in a while. Uh, but anyway, you know, now these people are making a hundred thousand dollars, a hundred and fifty thousand dollars an episode. You got Kim Kardashian, and just because she's got a great big fat ass, she makes forty-something million dollars a year. She has absolutely no talent other than a big fat ass. Well, you know, a lot of people got that. We all have that, so I, I don't get it. Uh, Katie Kirk was actually absolutely a disaster with the CBS News, a flop, which I predicted. Well, not on this show because I didn't have this show, but it was a flop. It was terrible, and uh, you know, she was she took CBS from like second and got him to manage to get him to last place. She's just un unlikable person, unlikable character, and uh, she made I think ten million or still does, and it's you know I don't get it. And then of course you got the uh, even Murray Povich makes $14 million a year with his, you know, Jerry Springer type show. Again, don't get it. It's crazy. Crazy. Then you got uh, sports players and coaches. I mean, okay. You know, I we had this discussion once when I was actually teaching and coaching about, you know, the baseball players went on strike and people were saying, oh, they make so much money. Then people were saying, well, you know, look at the mo look at the movie stars getting $20 million a movie. Why should they get that? You know, baseball players, basketball. Everybody wants their money. And I made a comment on uh, Facebook this morning that, you know, the sports talk shows used to talk about the players, what they do, what they can do, the teams, what they're going to be like. And they still do to some degree, but now it's all half the show is about money. Well, he's making this or he's making that. And he's not earning it. And most of them aren't. I mean, a lot of them just aren't earning it. You know, take David Price from the Red Sox. You know, when he was with the Blue Jays, he was unreal. The Red Sox get him, and he sucks. Uh, but these things happen. Uh, you know, the big panda there, they got the Red Sox, too. He, he He's like one for 40, I think, playing for San Francisco or wherever the hell he went. But it's uh, it's just crazy. People out there working in a coal mine trying to make a living, and you got to get blue-collar workers and truck drivers. I mean, people just trying to eke out, out a living and and survive and uh, get health care. Uh, you know, I guess uh, I guess politicians think the best health care don't get sick. You know, it's it's shameful. This country that we don't have universal health care like Canada, even. Cuba has it, for God's sakes. Are you kidding me? Probably even North Korea has it. You you might starve to death, but you get free health care. Uh, that's crazy. But anyway, with these athletes that are 
holding out. Hey, if you don't want to play, don't play. You know, go back to, uh, you know, go back to working at the store or wherever you were at. That's crazy. But anyways, um, I want to talk about insurance ads. Oh, is there? The, I have never seen anything. I mean, back in the 70s and 80s, you got pelted with, uh, you know, soda commercials and cereal commercials and, you know, at that time, cigarette commercials and, and um, well, you still get pelted with beer commercials. But I've, I've just never, I'm not going to mention any of them. But you got got Shaq selling some insurances. You got that little frog, like that Geico lizard, whatever he is. I like to bash him with a baseball bat. And you got that obnoxious woman with a white suit on. I'm not going to mention her name. Um, just unreal. And then you got the ones with the celebrity endorsements. Now, years ago they did a thing, and they proved that celebrity endorsements really don't work. And that the only time they really worked was when Michael Jordan did them for his line of sneakers and, and sportswear or whatever, you know, sodas. Other than that, they don't work. What happens is they have to drive the cost up of whatever you're going to buy because they're using celebrities and paying them millions of dollars to endorse something they probably don't even use. Like LeBron driving a Kia. LeBron doesn't drive a Kia. He might have taken one around the block just to say that he did. You think he puts his family in a Kia? I don't think so. He drives like a Hummer, SUV, some, you know, Escalade, something fancy. He doesn't put his family into a Kia. And there's nothing wrong with Kias, but I'm just saying there's n no guy making $100 million a year putting his family in anything less than a, you know, $200,000, $150,000 vehicle, something like that. I don't know. It's crazy. The other day I was in a big box store. I won't say the name of it. Uh, but I don't know if it's the only one that does it or not, but uh, they actually have their own radio station. And at first I thought it was a local station or an internet station or something, satellite. And the guy's like, hey, you know, that was the Rolling Stones. And on aisle five, you've got toilet paper. If you've got, you know, the cramps, uh, two rolls for 99 cents. I'm like, are you kidding me? They have, you know, it used to be, I think, just a music company. But now they have, like, their own DJ and everything. It's like, hey, aisle four, we're having a party. Come on over to Frozen Foods. It's like, uh, you know, we'll be right back with some big hits right after you buy, you know, your milk. Um, crazy. But anyways, uh, we're going to have a lot more coming up on the Toxic Wise Ass Show. I'm your host, Mark Chaplin, and this is Renegade Talk Radio. And I appreciate you listening and supporting our show. We're going to try to have, you know, bring you some laughs and bring you some information, some some gags and some mini-movies and lost episodes and interviews. So uh, listen to our line stuff, so stay tuned. And now a lost episode of the Andy Rooney Show. You ever wonder where farts go? I mean, have you ever got in your car and farted and gone shopping and come back out and the fart is still there? What's up with that? What about wedgies? Those are a pain in the ass, too. Of course, you having the runs. You have a big episode. You take a hot shower. You get out of the shower, and you got to go again. That's a real pain. This is Andy Rooney saying good day and... And more lost episodes here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show. Walter Cronkite. Remember him, the news guy back in the 60s and 70s up until the 80s? Here's a lost episode of the Walter Cronkite Show, CBS News. Direct from our newsroom in Washington, in color, 
This is the CBS Evening News with Walter Cronkite. Good evening, this is Walter Cronkite. I have to say, I have to report, the world sucks. It's in a bad situation. We've got Vietnam, we've got pollution, we've got drugs, we've got the Cold War with the Russians, we've got crooked politicians up the ass. All I'm going to say, and this is my, only my opinion, the world is in bad shape. This is Walter Cronkite, CBS News. Have a good day. From our newsroom in Washington, in color, this has been the CBS Evening News with Walter Cronkite. This is the Toxic Wise Ass Show with your host Mark Chaplin here on Talk uh, Radio, Renegade Talk Radio, that is. Uh, don't confuse us with any other talk radio. We are Renegade Talk Radio. And uh, sadly enough, some real news. Uh, another terrorist attack in London underground uh, railway system, underground uh, subway, and uh, very sad. This is almost like a weekly, bi-weekly event in France, uh, London. You're almost, sad to say, you become numb to it, which is sad. But anyway, that's why we're here, to try to pick up your mood, give you a few laughs, give you some information, some fake news. No, I'm just kidding. We do make up a few things here and there, but uh, it's all for fun. And like I said, I'm not uh, political here. I don't like politicians. Uh, but if you do, that's fine. I guess they're a necessary evil, like having to go to the bathroom. Uh, I don't know if that's a good analogy or not. Necessary evil, I guess. Um, like paying taxes. That's another topic we'll get into sometime in point, the IRS. But I'm not crazy about politicians. I don't think most Americans are either. Like I said, the Congress approval rate is about, I think, 12%. That's, that's, that's terrible. 12%. But anyways, uh, that's uh, something we'll keep talking about. But if you're political, you're right, left, in the middle. I'm kind of in the middle, I guess. That's fine. I have friends that are right wing, left wing. I try to stay uh, in the middle, try to stay balanced. My theory in, uh, is, you know, moderation in things. Too much water will kill you, not enough will kill you. Too much food will kill you, not enough will kill you. Too much even fresh air is not good for you. But bad air will kill you too. So, I don't know. I, uh, I have friends from all different uh, backgrounds and beliefs, and I also uh, have friends that are root for different sports teams and that's fine you know we f we kid around with it you know your team sucks your team cheats whatever and uh but anyways this is why we're here try to pick up your day give you a few laughs and again this is the toxic wise that show i'm your host mark chaplin here on renegade talk radio we've got much more coming up thanks for uh listening and now folks a special here on renegade talk radio on the Toxic Wise S show, a special mini movie, Bozo, the clown versus it, Pennywise. <laughs> Where's that Bozo? <laughs> I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> Bozo, the world's most famous clown. <laughs> Key smokes, Budgie boy. That bad evil clown's given us nice clowns a bad name. Gee, Bozo, what are we going to do about him? Well, I'm going to blow his ass up with this clown cannon. That's what I'm going to do. Ready, Butchie Boy? <laughs> that took care of him, Butchie Boy. <laughs> Good job, Bozo. You blew that son of a bitch Pennywise all to pieces. <laughs> oh, another good deed done by a good clown, Butchie Boy. 
<laughs> and so ends another episode of a mini movie here, It versus Bozo, and Bozo won that round. Thank you for tuning in, folks. Uh, this is Mark Chaplin with the Toxic Wise Ass Show here on Renegade Talk Radio. We got a lot more coming up, a lot more mini movies, interviews, lost episodes, uh, good news, bad news, fake news. We got everything. Uh, opinion line, our caller opinion line coming in. So uh, stay tuned. We got a good show coming up for you. And thanks for listening. This is Mark Chaplin with the Toxic Wise Ass Show on Renegade Talk Radio. She is the greatest singer the world has ever known, and now she has created the greatest fragrance the world will ever smell, Celine Parfum. Hello, this year is Celine Dion, and my odor will go on, yes? If you have ever desired to smell like Celine Dion after she sweats on stage for three hours, now you can with Celine Parfum. Take a few drops and dab them on the neck of my perfume. Celine Parfum, the sensual scent that makes about as much sense as her English. Mmm, good it smells, no? Inspired by her music, Celine Parfum is the titanic odor for the beauty who wants to smell like a beast. So run, don't walk, for my perfume to the store you should go, yes? Celine Parfum. When it comes to celebrity brand extension merchandising, this one really stinks. Like my music, no? We don't sugarcoat shit. <laughs> this is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Oh, welcome back. You're listening to the Toxic Wise Ass Show with your host Mark Chaplin here on Renegade Talk Radio. You know, I want to bring up a topic of uh, neighbors. Good neighbors and bad neighbors. Uh, you have to really appreciate it. There were some movies made about neighbors. It was funny. I think John Belushi made one, and then uh, uh, there were some other ones made later on. But really, you kind of take it for granted when you do have good neighbors. Quiet, respectful, not having parties, not being loud, not, you know, uh, having chairs and, and stuff in their yard or messes or junk. Uh so, you know, it's really fortunate when you do have good neighbors. And uh, I'm fortunate I do have good neighbors. Nice, quiet street, close to the town, but close enough away. Close to the schools, but close enough away uh, from the downtown. So it's it's very quiet. Uh, and uh, I've had talked to some friends of mine that have bad neighbors. Ooh, that sounds like that could be a movie, Bad Neighbors. Uh, one of my friends told me that actually... The, a lady and her daughter went into his garage to steal Christmas presents last Christmas, and he caught them red-handed. And he's caught them in his house before. And this is a this is a pretty nice neighborhood, so you know it's always nice when you have good neighbors. So be appreciative of that. So, uh, and we got a lot more coming up for you here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show on Renegade Talk Radio. Thanks for listening. I'm always going to thank you a lot because I do appreciate it. Hello, this is Mark Chaplin with the Toxic Wise Ass Show here on Renegade Talk Radio. And, you know, I always swore I was not going to be a social media guy like Charles Barkley says, swore he is not going to. And I think he's held up on it pretty much. I like Charles. He tells the truth. Don't always like to hear the truth. I agree with most of what he says. But uh, anyways, I always swore, well, if I get a computer, I'm staying off social media, especially staying off Facebook. Too much drama. And there is. Uh, but you can cut that drama out if you want. 
Let me give you an example today. Now, I'm a New England guy, and I love New England sports. Uh, I used to be a Yankees fan until I was about 13 or 14, and then I switched over to the Red Sox. That was my only bad hitch. And I have a lot of Yankee fan friends. I have a lot of Giant fan friends. I have a lot of New York Knicks fans friends. I have a lot of Laker friends fans because I lived in L.A. for several years. So that doesn't bother me. It's good old-fashioned fun. But I put on my Facebook page that the Patriots won today against New Orleans quite handily, 36-20. I said they played a good comeback game. And one of my dildo friends from college has to put, well, look who they're playing. Well, you can only play the games that are ahead of you. And he's an Oakland fan, Oakland Raiders. They haven't won since Reagan was in office. Come on. You know, they were the brunt of jokes. I'll tell you one of them. There was a young girl. Both her parents were in court because they were trying to get custody of her. But they both beat her. And the judge says, well, your father beats you. You can't stay with him. Your mother beats you. You can't stay with her. Who do you want to stay with? And she says, I want to stay with the Oakland Raiders. They can't beat anybody. So that was, a, that was a joke for 10 years running. So don't give me that crap. And Raiders fans, you know, God bless you. You know, I think you'll do good. I think they'll do good. If Carr stays healthy, I doubt it. I think he goes down by Christmas. He's made out of twigs. Some of the Patriots are made out of twigs. Gronk is out already. You know, I think he's coming back. But anyway, so <clears throat> this uh, friend has to post a belligerent, things on my page. Oh, you're just a wayward fan. Oh, you didn't say anything when they lost. Yes, I do. I do. I post when they lose. I post when my teams lose. When the Celtics lose, I post they need to rebound. They need to get a big guy. They need to get a post player. They need to get another shooter. I just, you know, a lot of wayward fans don't say anything until their team starts to win. Then they're on the bandwagon. That's why they're called bandwagon fans. So, I had to, to block him. That was it. He insulted me, insulted my cousin. And even when I play, when I play basketball and I play in the league or I go for, we keep, we keep score, we keep count of the games, we play the best of seven. And if I've had a good night and we go 7-0 and or 8-0, I post it. Hey, I, I played pretty good, went 7-0. and But if I sucked and my team sucked and we went 0-8 or 1-7, I post that too. I always post the bad with the good. Always. And I said, if you watch my page more, you'd see this. So nobody could stand him in college and nobody can stand him now. He's a big tub of shit. So, anyways, I'm a tub of shit myself, but I'm a nice one. Uh, that's all I wanted to say about social media. I do enjoy Facebook. I enjoy hooking up with old friends. I got friends from Germany, from England, from Ireland, from California, from Canada, uh, some from South America and Mexico. I love to do this show in three languages, French, Spanish, and English. Uh, my French and Spanish is not that good. So, although I did take it in college, I got straight C's. I believe that's average. But I lived in L.A. for a while, and I learned to speak it pretty good. had some uh, Spanish-speaking friends. And uh, when I went to college, it was a Franco-American community, St. John Valley up in northern Maine. Uh, very nice French people. Those people don't even lock their doors at night. I don't think they still do. You go into a restaurant, and they don't even keep a slip. They just ask you what you had, you know, honesty policy, you know. So anyways, that's just what I wanted to say. I will stay with Facebook. It's not going to discourage me. I got about 4,500 friends, something like that. Most I've never met. Some are agents and other comedians, and I enjoy it. But I will just tell you this. You can never argue with an idiot. I think uh, Confucius said that or a monk or somebody. But never argue with an idiot. You can't win. And any distraction, any negative, get rid of it. You know, an agent once told me in Hollywood, he said, you know, uh, 
don't hang around negative people and don't let people waste your time because they'll drag you down. They'll drag you down with them like the Titanic. So, anyways, uh, stay tuned. We got uh, much more coming up on the Toxic Wise Ass Show here on Renegade Talk Radio. And I do appreciate and I do thank you for listening. Hello there. This is Mark Chaplin with the Toxic Wise Ass Show here on Renegade Talk Radio. And right now on the phone, I have Kim Jong Soon. Not Kim Jong Un. But his brother, Kim Jong-soon, who is in an undisclosed place because he's uh, scared of his brother's repercussions. Uh, Mr. Soon, uh, Kim Jong-soon, how are you today? Oh, very good. Thank you. Um, let me ask you something. Do you think your brother is uh, Kim Jong-soon? Uh, do you think your brother Kim Jong-un is a stable man? Or do you think there could be some, you know, dangerous situations there? Oh, he a crazy motherfucker. I tell you that. When we were kids, he uh, steal my toys. He uh, he steal my lunch money. He steal my lunch, for Christ's sake. He steal. He crazy. He used to put firecracker up my ass when I was sleeping. And, you know, kaboom. So he like a boom boom. He like, uh, you know, rocket. Uh, Mr. Trump called him Rocket Man, and that a good nickname because he, he loved a rocket. He tried to put one up my ass, like I said, and, and uh, oh, that hurt. That, you know, uh, you ever have a bomb go off on your ass? Uh, no, I haven't, but it uh, doesn't sound like it would be a very comfortable thing to do. So, he's already killed an uncle, and he's killed another brother. Are you kind of worried that, you know, you could be next? Oh, yeah, well, I'll tell you. I don't sleep very good at night, you know. Had a lot of nightmares. That crazy bastard. He uh, he capable of anything. I tell you that. He steal my Christmas presents. He steal my birthday presents. He steal my girlfriend. Uh, you know he crazy. He you know he have everybody he don't like shot. So, uh, you know I think a very bad situation. And uh, USA Donald Trump better look out because uh, my brother is a crazy son of a bitch. Well, Mr. Kim Song. Kim Jong-soon, thank you very much for this, uh, this interview, and we certainly will keep an eye on that North Korea, USA uh, situation and hope it doesn't escalate. And right now on the phone also I have the former speaker, uh, well he was a press secretary for the Trump administration for like three or four months I think, Mr. Sean Spicer. Mr. Spicer, how are you doing today? <coughs> well, uh, I'm doing okay, you know, it's uh, been a tough situation, but, uh, uh, you know, I pulled out of it, you know, with all this uh, crap on Saturday Night Live making fun of me, and uh, the stupid questions at the friggin' pulpit, you know, up there, I, I just got tired of the bullshit. Well, I don't blame you, Mr. Spicer, uh, you know, I'm sure you're going to write a, a book, and, uh, you know, detailing, uh, you know, all the crap that you went through. Am I, am I right on uh, assuming that? Oh, yeah, you sure are. I'm, I'm writing a goddamn book, all right. It's, uh, it's going to be called bullshit. That's what it's going to be called. But anyways, you know, I'm just going to move on and, and, and uh, do what I can do, and uh, that's all I can do. Well, thank you, Mr. Spicer, and uh, thank you for that interview. We'll have a lot more coming up on the Toxic Wise Ass Show here on Renegade Talk Radio. Thanks for listening, and thanks for tuning in. Uh, you know, um, that was our interviews for the, uh, for the show for today. But uh, I uh, recently, I think I, I already did a uh, 
a uh, review of the movie It. I I like Stephen King, but I'm not a big fan of that movie. Uh, just don't not into little kids getting their arms ripped off and eating. Uh, but uh, I did. Uh, I did, I did see a movie that I did like, and that was uh, Wind River, and uh, it was very good, very good. I, w I won't uh, give any of the details or uh, give the storyline away, but it was different, and it started out slow and got fast, and uh, I did like it. I give it a B plus. Um, so if you have a chance to see Wind River, then go see it, because it was a good movie. Also, these aren't new movies, but they are movies that I thought were funny. First of all, anytime you get a chance to see Mystery Science Theater movies, they're, they're quirky, they're sarcastic. Uh, when I'm like really down, uh, you know, in the dumps or whatever, and I need a laugh, uh, I watch Jerry Lewis movies, Three Stooges, and Mystery Science Theater. Any one of those will get me pepped back up and uh, laughing. But I watched the movie Due Date, and that was funny with... Uh, Oh, I can't remember who's in it, but you know, it, it's an older movie, and it's Zach Zalifanakis or whatever his name is. He's in it, and it's really good. Especially this one part. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it. Cable shows it quite a bit, but it is funny. Uh, there's a part where they're, they're driving along. They they kind of meet by accident, and they have to travel cross country so this guy can get home and see his wife have a baby, and uh, it's <laughs> it's like really unexpected things uh, happen it's really funny so but I won't if you haven't seen it see it it's it's funny there's a part where uh, he talks about falling asleep he's a deep sleeper and he's driving and I'll I'll let you guess what happens after that it's really funny uh, the movie Step Brothers I like that uh, Will Ferrell a lot of women didn't like that I talked to a lot of women I guess it's a a, a guy movie probably uh, Trailer Park Boys any of those movies funny I love Bubbles he's funny as hell you can't make a guy like that up. I mean, uh, hes I think he's like a real character. But uh, one guy has a car and he can only drive it in reverse. And Mr. Leahy and all those guys, uh, um, it's funny. I usually get a pretty good laugh out of any one of those movies. And actually, I saw Pee-wee's Big Top. <laughs> and I always like Pee-wee. I like this show. I used to watch it even when I was teaching Saturday mornings. My nephew would have it on. I'd be watching it. Uh, that was that was kind of funny. And it wasn't uh, too, you know, uh, spicy. It wasn't too dirty. It was uh, just just him being his, you know, his weird self. So, and let me see. What else? Uh, there's some mo new movies coming out, and I'll have those uh, reviewed soon. But there's also, I saw one show, and I'm not quite sure about it. I think it's coming on TBS or one of those T's. And it's called Mom. And it looks, it, right now, it looks stupid. It's about a mother and daughter living together. But have to re, be, you know, remains to be seen. If it's going to be any good, I'll be watching it, see if it's any good. The clips look kind of quirky, but, you know, they can always fool you with a, you know, 30-second clip of anything and make it look good. They do the same thing with movies. So I'll have to keep an eye on that and let you know how how that goes, and the new shows and the new movies coming out. We'll have them reviewed. Like I said, you know, one man's fruit's another man's poison. I had a good friend, and we like most of the same movies, action movies, uh, you know, things like that. And, uh, you know, we disagree on a few, and I see that. Like, the movie, it was kind of like, uh, you know, popular. People liked it, but I talked to one guy that walked out of it like halfway through. It was just too, having children getting eaten by a clown is just too much for some people, especially if you have kids. So, uh, you know, that's the way that goes. And right now I've been watching uh, the on, t 
on uh, PBS, whatever PBS channel you get, uh, wherever you are, they have the Ken Burns Vietnam on there, the Vietnam uh, miniseries. And you know, uh, as a person who loves history, taught history, and uh, I, you always you always can catch something you know that you didn't know before. And, and I'm not saying that I'm a history savant or anything, but uh, that's why I like reading things online because even though I do like physical books about the Civil War, World War II, and all that, the Holocaust, uh, as soon as you get the book, it's kind of outdated. But um, when you read stuff, articles online, it's always updated. So even Civil War things, you find out, you know, like uh, I was reading the other day that the South actually thought about using the American flag for their side. They said, why should we trade flags? This is our flag, too. So could have had American flag versus American flag. But they went with the uh, stars and bars, the, uh, known as the Confederate battle flag. But anyways, uh, it's a pretty good, it's a pretty good show. I was surprised to find out that Ho Chi Minh, uh, the Ho Chi Minh Trail named after him, came to England and worked in, I think, England and Scotland, and in, he even came to the United States and worked for a while. And he was promised some certain things by the United States government. And uh, I, I just think the Vietnam was, uh, you know, I, and I love our guys that served there and appreciate it. The veterans, of course. Uh, but it was a, you know, it was a terrible war. It was a terrible waste. The soldiers didn't want to be there. They didn't want us there. Uh, 58,000 killed and hundreds of thousands affected by the war and affected by, you know, Agent Orange and other things. And, you know, mental scars just... It was, uh, you know, McNamara kept us in that war. They haven't got to that part yet, but, it's, you know, and it was both sides, uh, Democrats and Republicans, LBJ, Kennedy, and, of course, Nixon kept us in there until, you know, Kissinger worked a deal to get us out. He got us out, you know, fairly soon, but could have been sooner, but uh, it was quite a mess, but uh, I've been watching it and uh, enjoying it. So this is the Toxic Wise-Ass Show. And maybe I'm not being enough wise-ass lately. I don't know. I'll have to check. We appreciate you listening and hope that you continue on Renegade Talk Radio. Thanks a lot. We don't sugarcoat shit. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Hello, senors. This is Vincente Fox, former president of Mexico. I listen to the Toxic Wise-Ass Show on Renegade Talk Radio. Muchas gracias, señores. We don't need no stinking wall. Thank you, Mr. Vincente Fox, former president of Mexico, for listening to the Toxic Wise-Ass Show. Glad to have you as a fan. And uh, this is the Toxic Wise-Ass Show on Renegade Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mark Chaplin. And uh, I just want to talk about, uh, for a minute, uh, you know, I've been a road comic. I was a teacher and a coach for 20 years, and I actually did comedy while I was teaching. Uh, for many years, uh, went to L.A., Boston, did the whole circuit, did Billy Jack's Comedy Cafe in Glastonbury. If you're in Glastonbury, Connecticut, you probably remember that. I think it's, uh, I don't know what it is now, I think it's a little restaurant, but it was owned uh, by a guy named Billy Paulina, uh, nice guy, uh, you know, older Polish gentleman. He was tough, but he was fair. I remember doing my first show, I auditioned, and he says, oh, you're good, kid, you're good. You know, I was up there doing, you know, my shtick. And uh, so he booked me to host uh, 
to host uh, the shows coming up on the weekend. I got my name in the paper, Hartford Current, uh, on the radio and TV, newspaper. I got my, my picture in the, uh, you know, in the uh, marquee out front uh, as hosting the show. And I did a, a show with like two or three other comics, and I hosted. And I was a little short on my time. I told him I could do like 20 minutes, and I did like more like 12. And uh, that got me in a bit of trouble. But live and learn. Uh, because uh, you might as well tell the truth, because it's just going to come out. And I learned to, uh, you know, hone my act more, and uh, you know, do a little crowd work. I had some good teachers. Uh, Freddie Stone from Boston taught me how to do more crowd work. Because I used to just come out and do my shtick and uh, my act, and not really interact with the crowd. Now I interact with the crowd for a little bit, do my thing, and uh, I still enjoy it. You know, I did uh, UConn and UMass, Brown Thompson's in Hartford, Giggles and Bits in Waterbury, Connecticut, Springfield, West Springfield, Holyoke, Mass, uh, some places in Vermont, of course, Portland, Maine, some places. in Portland's a great place to do comedy. They really love comedy. And they used to have a, a, a full-time comedy club there, uh, but it uh, had to close because of uh, violations due to the health code. It... Uh, it was, a, it was a Portland comedy connection, and uh, a lot of comedians from Maine and New England performed there. Good place. Not very big. Only held about, I think, maybe close to 100 people, but they would do like three shows. They would do one at like at 9 and one at 11 and then a midnight show or something. We used to do that in Connecticut, Billy Jack's, where I started out. Uh, we did an, uh, like a, three shows, like 8, 10, and then midnight. So, and we packed just about every one of them on Friday and Saturday nights especially. Thursdays was always open mics, as it still is in a lot of places. So I did a lot of New England, got to know New England by driving around all of it. <laughs> Even in Maine, there was places, islands I went to that I didn't know existed, like Deer Isle and Stonington. Uh, very nice people there, but man, holy mackerel, it takes a long time to get out there. you got to cross a bridge that looks like something on San Francisco, you know, Golden Gate. You go through trees and woods and back roads, and all of a sudden you hit this great big giant bridge, something like out of a movie. Actually, that'd be a good place to shoot a movie because it's a giant bridge, and sometimes it can sway. They did a lot of repair work to it, so I don't think it sways as much as it used to. But this is like almost wintertime, so I'm driving over it, and the bridge is swaying a little bit. But uh, <laughs> quite an experience to travel all the roads. When you're a road comic, I mean, you can do a place that holds, uh, you know, five, six hundred, eight hundred. I've done even here in northern Maine. We have a place called CPAC up in Caribou. Holds like 850. We packed that. And same in Boston and uh, other places. Or you could do a show. There might be 12 people there. I've done that where they made the stage out of uh, two-by-fours and beer cases. And you know you might be you might be performing in front of twelve show twelve people for a show, but like the uh, who was it said the show must go on Wingling Brothers or somebody, so uh, that was quite an experience and I still enjoy doing the comedy thing this the road comic thing and actually thought about making a television show a reality show they did that once about following road comics but these road these comedians were already established they were big it was like Zach Zalakvanakis and some of these other comedians already established they're already stars you know I'm working with up-and-comers guys that have been doing this for 20 30 years they're trying to get a TV show they're trying to get a radio show something I finally got my radio show so I'm happy but and I'm working on some TV and some movie projects too and that's another thing we're gonna have some interviews with New England filmmakers and writers and 
especially with Halloween coming up. Got a lot of good Halloween stuff coming up. Lost episodes and many movies. You know, I already did It versus Bozo, and that was kind of fun to do, and we'll be doing a lot more of that, especially with the holidays coming up. But, uh, so, you know, it's fun being a road comic, but it could say it's a lot of travel. You stay in, you know, places we can't even get Wi-Fi, and, you know, you do a show one night, and then you do sh two shows the next night, or maybe three. But, uh, you know, you don't do it if you don't enjoy it, you know. So, uh, this is uh, the Toxic Wise-Ass Show. I'm your host, Mark Chaplin, and thanks for listening here on Renegade Talk Radio. we got a lot more coming up, so stay tuned. Hey, I want to do a little sports talk right now, and uh, you know I'm a I'm a sports guy. I love all the sports. Uh, you know the big three, especially uh, football, basketball, and baseball. I do watch some soccer. Pro soccer is kind of hard to watch because the game can go for four hours, and they play such good defense. It's like zero zero. But high school soccer, high school football, and college soccer is fun to watch. I want to give a shout out to uh, my old alma mater, UMFK. Umaine Fort Kent, where I went, a uh, very small town of about 5,000 people, uh, Division three school, but uh, a lot of heart. They won a couple national championships in soccer, went one year undefeated, and uh, they went to the Final Four in basketball, lost in, like, I think double overtime. So uh, really good uh, sports tradition up there at Umaine Fort Kent. Uh, so, uh, you know, I've been watching, uh, I, I made a comment about, uh, you know, the sports figures and I, I made this comment on Facebook too. Used to be you watch a sports show and they just talked about uh, the players and the teams and now half the talk is uh, you know salaries, how much they're making, overpaid bums, some of them. So I think we just have a sports league where you get paid only if you win or, or you get paid extra only if you win. If you lose, if you don't play, maybe there's some kind of insurance you get or something. If you're hurt, okay. But if you're playing, and you don't win, you don't get as much. This might this might give an extra, you know, incentive for some of these players to, you know, wake up. Uh, well, we went over the, some of the salaries of the, of the, uh, news people and celebrities and uh, movie stars and TV stars and the sport and of course sports is you know just as big. Some of these guys make ten, twenty million dollars a year and they don't even do anything. You know, at least LeBron and those guys are earning their money. You know. I don't hate LeBron. I only hate the fact that he doesn't play for the Celtics. He's a terrific player and seems like a you know a pretty good guy. Of course, he wants to win. You know, all those guys that want to win, they have an edge. You know, you know Shaq and, and and Jordan and Kobe, they all had an edge. They, you know, could be a little gruff, but that's okay. You know, Larry Bird was one of my big idol stars. He could be the same. Talked a lot of trash. Was able to back it up. You know, most of the time until he got a little older. But uh, anyways, I'd like to kind of see a sports league where uh, they only get paid if they win and they only get paid extra if they win you know the big games so I don't think that's going to happen but it'd be kind of interesting remember the USFL and uh, all those indoor leagues and things they tried to compete with the NFL uh, didn't work out too good for them but uh, anyways that's my thoughts on that uh, but I am a sports fan but like I said hey would I rather win the lottery than have the Patriots win the Super Bowl of course I would because then I'd be able to go to all their games and have a penthouse suite. But, uh, you know, I like to win. I still play basketball a couple times a week, uh, and I uh, still try to stay competitive, and it makes me feel and kind of stay young, even though I have, you know, sore joints coming home, but I've had that when I was in my 30s. So, anyways, I take I do take joint supplements, and they seem to help. So if you're having troubles with arthritis or something like that, uh, you know, they work. I think they work. 
course, you got to remember, not all medications work for everybody. There's some people who can't even take aspirin. Well, this is the Toxic Wise Ass Show here on Renegade Talk Radio. I want to thank you for listening. And that's about it for our show for today. But uh, we're going to have a lot more. I say a lot. You're not supposed to say a lot. That's not a word. A lot. A parking lot. We're going to have much more for you on the upcoming shows. We're going to have, you know, special interviews. And uh, we're going to have a lot of gags, a lot of funny stuff. Try to keep you laughing here on these uh, what can be trying times sometimes. Thank you for uh, listening. And again, this is the Toxic Wise-Ass Show on Renegade Talk Radio. Uh, I'm your host, Mark Chaplin, and thanks for listening.